0: talking together in our Bible study time about what it means to build a godly home and we're looking at Psalm 127 where the scripture says unless the Lord builds the house the builders labor in vain. We're talking about how we can only have the peace and security of knowing that we're okay when we trust the Lord, when when our lives are in his hands. We can't do it we can't secure our family we can't uh see for the protection of to the protection of our children and it's important for us to recognize that and it's important for us to trust in the lord every day maybe you are a worrier and you worry about your children all the time does it help probably puts some gray hairs in your head probably puts maybe some uh <clears throat> slowness to your step and maybe some some high blood pressure, but it's not going to make any difference. Only God can make a difference. Only God can guard them. And I remember how when our kids first started to school, that before they would start to school each year, that we would pray for the right teachers for our kids and pray God to give them just the teacher that they need, just the one who would understand them and love them and, and help them to grow and to become more the person you wanted them to be. And God worked in amazing ways in that. And sometimes we'd be thinking, well, I don't think that was the teacher I thought God wanted, but then we would see it was the teacher God wanted. And because it turned out that they would do the things that needed to be done. So he's our protector. Also, we must allow God to use our home. There's a progression in this psalm, and it starts with this what God builds, he guards, and what God guards, he uses. If we let him build and guard, our homes he will use our homes for his glory as you see the greatest power in the world today is a is a godly home where a mom and a dad and the kids love Jesus and they're going out to their schools and their work and they're letting Christ be shown through them shown through their love for him shown through their love for each other and the bible says that the children are a gift or heritage of the lord this means that they come from god they're very special they're a gift to us he also says they are arrows Arrows that need to be prepared to be shot in the bow of the mighty warrior. you see an arrow has to be made by someone who knows what they're doing or it will not it will not glide through the air in a straight manner. It, the, the, it has to be perfect. The point on the end has to be perfect. The little bit of of the end of the other end of the arrow, which is the part that guides it, has to be made correctly, and the flight and the direction. And the effect of the arrow depends entirely on the way it is produced and polished and pointed. And that's what we have to do with our kids. They're like arrows, the scripture says. Thomas Paine said, I was an atheist before I was five years old. Well, why was that? The influence of his parents. Lord Byron, the brilliant English poet who destroyed his life with sin and said, my springs of life were poisoned. Both of these men were saying as a child, As an arrow, they were dipped in poison. Their families fail them. Now, that's no excuse for them not making the right choice. They still have a choice. They could have changed that. But it's a tremendous thing to overcome, and that's why it's so important as parents that we lead our children in the direction that God wants them to go and that we accept them and love them as they are and don't put them on a performance-based kind of thing where they if they don't measure up to our perfect standard then they know they're not very accepted and we've got to pray for our kids oh how important it is to pray for them and to seek them every day but break them every day before the lord in prayer we can pray for their for their mates long before they're old enough to get married praying for their mates from the time they're little kids praying for their vocational direction that God will call them and lead them into whatever he wants them to do long before they're ready to do that. And so it's important that we recognize that. Also it's important to know that there are real problems out there that we have to lead our kids to understand drugs. The power of drugs and alcohol to destroy them and also immorality is a big threat to all the kids today because there are just not many standards anymore and not many people who live by standards. And we have to show them that it's not because we don't. It's not because we have a bunch of nots in our lives. I, I, I'm not going to do that. Or not because we have a bunch of don'ts in our lives. I don't do that. But because we love Christ and we want our bodies to be the temple of his Holy Spirit, that we steer clear of those things. God wants our home to be a school of learning for our children where they are taught. And where they are given godly example, you see the greatest thing that can teach somebody is to see it practiced. Somebody said, I'd rather see a sermon than hear one any day. The greatest thing that you can do for your child as a dad and a mom is to live out before them your faith, to show them that you're trusting God, to show them that you're praying about your problems, to show them that you are committed to Christ and that you're faithful to church and you're faithful in giving. The Bible says in, Psalm, in Proverbs 12:7, the house of the righteous shall stand. That is the result of a godly home where godly parents are living out their faith and showing that example. One of the things that impressed me when I was growing up as a kid, my dad owned a barber shop in a little town in Arkansas. And the biggest day of the year was on Saturday when all the people from who lived on the farms out in the country around that little town, would come to town to get their supplies. The whole family would usually come, and the movies would be packed, and the stores would be packed, and my dad's barbershop would go from 7 o'clock in the morning to 11 o'clock at night. He would do more business on Saturday than he did all during the week. And so he would come home, dog tired, on Saturday night. I mean, he'd get home about midnight, after he got everything finished up, and he would be having stood on his feet all day. He would be just just so tired, but I, I never heard him complain about it. And I remember how every Sunday morning we were up, and going to Sunday school and going to church, and I, I realized early in my life this is a priority for my dad. You know, he could sleep in because he, he deserves to, to rest. He's tired, but he gets up and goes to Sunday school, and he led the one of the younger groups of children in our church, and my mom taught Sunday school, and they were very active. And it impressed me to know, you know, this is really important to them. I better take this seriously. I better look at this from a, a viewpoint I, I maybe never have before. And so that's what I did, and I realized that god that god meant something special to them and therefore he began to mean something special to me and so it's it's important for us to be an example just being at church and taking our family says hey this is really important just praying at meals and with the family is important it says hey god is significant we need him we're talking to him just to talk about god together tells our children that it's really important. So maybe now it's grandchildren for you that you can influence. God wants to use us with our kids and grandchildren in every special way. God bless you. Have a great day.